Welcome to Professor Forever. I am the Professor Forever. I missed you last week. I wasn't able to do a podcast because a confluence of events came together to put me into a weird state of non-communication and technical angst. So if you missed me, thank you, I appreciate you, and I'm back, and if you didn't, well, maybe you will one day as we get to know each other better, but anyway, I'm back. So this has been a summer of hummingbirds. That is the way that I'm going to think about the summer of 2021. I have set up a little grid of hummingbird feeders, which I take very careful care of after reading about how hummingbirds can so easily acquire throat infections. So you have to keep your nectar clean And your feeders clean. And by clean, I mean cleaning them every three to five days. With the new feeders, my little beehive, which I'll be talking about more in casts to come, and my perchio, which is a little open box on legs that allows the wild birds to fly in and out easily grabbing the food so it's a feeder an open feeder so with the hummingbirds the perchio my fish every morning getting up and doing these tasks in a routine way which Routine has never been something that's really a big part of my life. But I feel like I live on a farm now. And, to be clear, it's a pleasant feeling. I don't feel like I'm too overworked with chores for my animals, but I do have animal chores now. So, that's been a great thing about this summer. But what happened to me two weeks ago was really a surreal shock. What happened was 
my phone went into, I have an iPhone. It went into what I have learned is called an Apple loop. So you go to start your phone, the Apple shows up, and then the Apple just disappears. And the phone does not turn on. I went to see if the Geek Squad could help me. And they did quite a bit. They told me a lot about my phone. And they said, you have Apple Care." How they were able to tell that from putting my phone on their little diagnostics machine, I don't know. But that was good for me to know. But then I had my Apple Store appointment. I had this strange feeling while it was going on that something was going awry, but I couldn't put my finger on it. In retrospect, now I see all the things that were going wrong with the new knowledge that I have. To summarize, basically what happened was the technician that was working with me was much more focused on me getting into my Apple ID account than anything else. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I did not know my Apple ID. I actually use an Apple ID of the household because we share all the music. Um, and other things. So, because this technician, and I was, this was later revealed to me in a confession by an Apple support person, because they were so intent on me knowing my Apple ID and resetting a password for that, I ended up being locked out of my cloud data, so my phone data, my apps with my progression on the apps, all of the tweaks and nuances that I have made to different calendars, reports, all of that is gone. And it has been gone for two weeks to be recovered tomorrow, I am told. So I am not, I am a baby boomer, but I'm not a baby boomer, boomer who doesn't know anything about technology. I'm actually pretty good at Zoom and FaceTime, and I figured a few things out on work computers when I was in the office. And so I'm not a Luddite, to use a word of a good friend of mine who believes that she is. But I have to say, when they told me it would be two weeks before I got my, my phone, my data back, I went into a deep depression. First, I went into a rage, and then I went into a depression. Somebody said to me, it'll be a good culling. I like that word, cull. The unbelievable cull. Sounds like a... Great song title. 
But I don't see it as an opportunity as much as my other friends do. Maybe an opportunity to think that I should switch from Apple. But I did go through many stages of grief, anger, shock, denial. This can't be true, right? Maybe if I squeeze my phone this way, that way. So that happened right before I was able to put up a new podcast the other week. That is part of why I am late in joining you. Another traumatic event happened to me, and it had to do with the hummingbirds. It was a tree execution. Let me call it a tree execution. The neighbors killing a healthy tree because they didn't like the birds hanging out in their yards. So my little triad of feeders was silent for one day. I think perhaps maybe some of the nests and eggs were demolished. But they have found new residents, and I think I know where. But I still am so angry at neighbors for uprooting a healthy tree for trying to control um, nature moving through their yard. It's horrible. I'm very happy to see my hummingbirds back. I have three that I know of. Spartacus, the warrior. Tiny, a teeny little baby hummingbird. And then beaky blinders. One of the hummingbirds has a really extra long beak. And thus, beaky blinders. Right, a pun on peaky blinders. So, I'm not young. I can't imagine how I would have felt had I been a millennial or a Gen Z um, and had my phone taken away for two weeks. I think it would have been worse. But Professor Forever has a new theory. I'm pretty good at watching patterns. I'm not going to say buy all the stocks that I recommend, but I am going to say I am pretty good at spotting trends. So here's my theory for today. I feel like youth culture is making huge strides. Look at the Olympics. The new sports they bring in, especially, have a lot of young people in it. I wasn't that impressed with skateboarding. What it seemed like to me when I was watching the semifinals or whatever trials they were, that everybody fell. So it seemed like to me the only people who would ever get a medal were people if they didn't fall on one of their tries. That to me seems like an Olympic sport that may not be ready to be in the Olympics. Just saying. But there is an overabundance of youth in the Olympics, always has been. But now with these new sports, I feel like even more injection of youth. 
And if you're a fan of American Ninja Warrior, as I am, you will also note they have changed the requirements this season and allowed younger people to compete against the team of regular ANWs. Um, and they are losing out to the young. These two examples are part of why I feel like there's going to be a new boom in youth sports culture. It's happening right now as I'm talking about it. How about Ah Thing Mo? She's pretty young, 18, 19. So this section of my audio briefing today is going to be way out of date because I am keeping myself as much as I possibly can in the dark about what's happening in real time in the Olympics because I'm taping it on my DVR and trying to watch as much as I possibly can, which has put me days behind. What I know at this point, and so if you are a fan of watching the Olympics, try to put yourself back into this spot. You know that um, Soon Lee has won the gold medal in the all-around. And you know that Simone Biles took herself out of the team competition. Excuse me. And the all-around. So that's where I'm at. And just thinking about what happened to Simone Biles and watching the tapes of her going to that special workout room where the cushions are extra cushy. When you watch her fail on those vaults or those parallel, uneven parallel bar um, attempts, it's so surreal, right? So she has, and I don't know what's going to happen in at the individual event part of the women's gymnastics. But right now she is experiencing something they call in the gymnastic world, the twisties. And you could see it if you watch one of her vaults where she decided right before she decided to pull out, you can see her eyes losing focus as she vaults on the horse and her whole head and arms turning towards the camera instead of straight forward. Scary. She's very smart to take herself out, in my opinion. So the twisties in other sports is called yips. And baseball is a sport where the yips can happen. So the twisties and the yips is all of a sudden you lose an experienced performer or athlete loses the ability to do something they've done a lot, a skill. I had the yips. So in baseball, there is a famous yips subject and story, Rick Ankeel, a pitcher. 
who one day just wasn't able to pitch anymore. So I was a good softball player. I think I've talked about it enough on the podcast that you might agree, at least with what I'm telling you, that I was good. Um, But when I went to college, I had an experience, I think, that threw me into the yips. So there was some drug experimentation on my part when I went to college. That was when it started for me. One day, I was tripping on LSD. Yes, Professor Forever has gone to that realm. And I had forgotten that I had signed up for an intramural softball team. And this girl, even though I was trying to hide, this friend of mine tracked me down and made me play softball when I was tripping. And I experienced yips. I had to throw, roll the ball back to the pitcher from a catcher's position, which I had never played anyway. When I returned home after the big breakup, came back to live with my mother, a few softball friends asked me to play with them, and it happened again. The yips. I remember turning to a team member who used to be my coach and saying, what is wrong with me? What, why, why is this happening? She gave me very little support. I, I guess maybe she didn't know how to help, but she wasn't very helpful in her response. So I started throwing wild and embarrassing myself and embarrassing the people that brought me on to a team, hoping that I could help. Now the yips are gone. I mean, I don't play softball anymore, but now I can throw again without any problem. The yips can come from many different things. I really feel like this mindset that was set in me when I was forced to do something, when I was in a situation that was out of control, out of my control, LSD, and then forced to do something that I knew was probably not going to go well. And then when I came back home, I had a lot of emotional waves. Who wants to have to move back home? No one. I had just had a big breakup. And I think that getting rejected by some of my friends when I came back home also added to the yips. But it's a real thing. So, of course, I cannot compare in any way on an athletic scale to Simone Biles. But I will tell you, I feel you, Simone. I I know some of what you feel just on a yips level. I went to see The Green Knight. It's a fabulous movie. I might give it a 9 out of 10. If you like David Lynch films, I think you'd really enjoy 
going to see The Green Knight. It's a fantasy movie, so maybe some people who are on the Lynchian track like dark but think fantasy doesn't have a lot to offer. Well, I think in The Green Knight, it does. The setting was lush, and yet it seems so bright in its lushness, and yet I think it was filmed in England, maybe. Nary a sunny spot in the movie, and yet still bright. It, it seems to be dripping with color. There are a lot of reverse angles that provide metaphor for time and time shifts. Music is a character, plays a big part. The acting is really good. The Celtic legend that is folded into the Sir Gawain story these uh, folds are very interesting and go to different places. Um, there is a plot twist at the end that removed any doubt that this was a really good movie. I was just starting to think, oh, am I overrating this a little bit? And then, boom, it corrected itself and vaulted way much, a lot higher in my mind. Dev Patel, great actor. Lion. Anyway, if you like a movie that is metaphor-laden, that is about folktale, lessons of honesty and family, but not a tale that bangs you over the head with any kind of lesson, I highly recommend going to see The Green Knight. I wanted to just take a little pass at talking about different things to get me back into the space. So next week I'll probably be a little more organized than I am today. But it's good to be sitting here in my room thinking about life, sharing my ideas, and feeling like it falls at least on a few um, ears that appreciate good, good ideas. I sure hope so. Maybe I'll get back into the blog, too. But, I think I'm going to stop here for now. I think I'm going to go color something. Make sure you play at something today. Even if you only have one spare minute. Make a little mind game for yourself. Be someone else. Play a round of adjective noun verb. Do it. It's good for you. Until next time, keep thinking and playing. She's got no lessons planned for me because she's not that fancy.
over 